Hi, Sheila Kester here from High Income Copywriting Advice. Um, this is about more advice about writing a sales letter and what you can do. And a sales letter always begins with the lead and it's sinking the hook into your prospect. After you've determined the attention-getting headline you're going to use for your letter, you can work on your lead. The lead is the foundation of your letter. You can catch your prospect's attention with a good headline, but if you don't engage him completely with your lead, he'll never be through your promotion. What's a lead? Generally speaking, the term lead refers to the copy directly after the headline. The lead delivers your big promise and introduces any important ideas that will be woven throughout your letter. There's no hard and fast rules regarding the length of the lead. They come in all shapes and sizes. Some move into the big promise and big idea right away. Others ease into them more subtly. For our purposes though, we'll say that the lead should take up, up about 10 to 30% of the copy following the headline. But no matter where your lead falls within that range, it must always accomplish two things. First, to deliver the big promise, and second, introduce the big idea. So when your prospect reads the lead, he should, should know what's at stake and why he should keep turning the pages. Promises, promises, promises. Promises are simply claims about the benefits of your product or service. Benefits and not features. Promises always show the prospect what's in it for him. According to Dave Ogilvy, it takes a big idea to attract the attention of consumers and get them to buy your product. Unless your advertising contains a big idea, it will pass like a ship in the night. What are some of the promises of a table lamp? How about the romantic ebience a soft light will provide? Ease with which you'll be able to, to read without having to skint squint and strain your eyes, and the beauty and elegance it brings to your room. Notice how these promises deliver benefits. What about a magazine? What are its promises? You may be offered 12 monthly issues delivered to your door for half of what you can buy them for at any newsstand. But is that what makes you buy? Do you ever wake up and say, Gee, honey, we're out of the magazines. I think I'd better buy some. Of course not. What motivates a prospect to buy a magazine is the idea that the information it will help, put in it will help him some way. Show him how to be more stylish, how to eat better, how to lose weight, how to, or how to make more money, or how to get a better deal on electronics, cars, or boats. Those are the promises of a magazine, and they communicate benefits. The big promise is the overriding benefit. What's all this talk about the big promise? How is that different from any other promise? Simple. The big promise is the overriding benefit that your product or service offers the prospect. Let's revisit our magazine example. What's the big promise here? It may be that the prospect will be a more informed person who's in complete control of his life. How will he be more informed? By getting the inside scoop on a whole host of things how to lose weight, how to make more money, how to snap up bargains, and so forth. 
See how that works? The big promise encapsulates all the smaller promises and brings them up a notch. What's the big promise of exercise equipment? It's that the prospect will be perceived as an attractive, powerful person. What about the latest computer or touchscreen phone? Perhaps that he'll become the most efficient, technically adept, cutting-edge guy. An educational program? Then he'll be perceived as an intelligent person, or even become more secure with himself. In essence, your big promise really taps into the deeper psychological benefits your prospect is seeking. So when you sit down to create your big promise, scratch below the surface a bit. Delve into your prospect's diverse feelings, beliefs, and desires. What does he want? What does he crave? What gets him excited and makes him scream for more? Then use that understanding to formulate your promise. Re insider tip, revealing deeper benefits by John Ford. A deeper benefit is the unseen part of the product iceberg. It's the great goodness implied between the lines of your pitch, the larger than life stuff. Often it's an intangible, emotional thing. It's the feeling beyond the feeling. Trouble is, deeper benefits are more abstract. So conveying them can be difficult. Stating them outright doesn't work. Deep benefits sink in much better when they're about absorbed or realized rather than stated or explained. Here are four ways to solve this. Tell a simple story. Keep idea clutter to a minimum. Lay on the details, nice and thick. Keep it real. Now let's look at a generic product that you could be selling, a multivitamin, for example. Let me ask you a question. Do people really want to buy vitamins? No. Why not? Because how do they really know they work? I mean, you can't directly see the results of vitamins. They don't give you big bulging muscles or help you lose weight. They don't get you a better job and they don't help you save time or money. In fact, they cost a lot of money. Plus you have to remember to take them every single day. Some even take vitamins three times a day. That sounds like work. And even if you're offering the vitamins at a great price, who wants to pay money for something you have to remember to take, which after all may or may not work. Mm. Now making the sale seem a little harder, seems a little harder, doesn't it? Or does it? What about the big promise? What if you could show your prospect that this supplement is really the magic bullet he's been searching for, that he really can become the self-confident masculine man he deserves to be? And now we're in business. Remember, he won't be buying the vitamins, he'll be buying your big promise. In every sales letter and promotional email you write, you want to focus on the big fundamental benefit that your product or service can offer your prospect. You never want to focus on the product or service itself. Not the car, but how prestigious he'll look driving that car. Not the treadmill, but how sexy she'll become after she uses it. Not the financial newsletter, but how he'll be perceived as a powerful, savvy man after he follows its advice. Not the vitamin supplement, but what? Got it, good. Now let's look at some examples. The following classic lead was written by Frank Johnson for American Heritage Magazine. Frank Johnson is credited for inventing a sales letter offer summary device, now called the Johnson Box. Now, an amateur writer might talk about what a great magazine this is, full of history and interesting stories, all for only XX dollars per year. Instead, 
this writer makes a powerful promise to the prospect. The big promise of privileged knowledge. Check it out. Dear friend, you know why Lyndon Johnson vilified John F. Kennedy, why Jefferson sabotaged Washington, why Henry Ford destroyed his son, why FDR made secret tapes, why Truman summed up Lyndon Johnson with an us with a curt, no guts, or you should, and you can. With this invitation, it brings you the next issue, and it brings it to you free. Thumb through it, read it a bit, see what you think, and receive a great free book just for sending your reply. American heritage is not the sugar-coated stuff that made you want to sleep in school. It's people as they really were, places as they really were, moments as they really happened, and myths as they were really made. Here, Frank Johnson is implying that the prospect will acquire special knowledge that will awe other people, and as a result, it will earn him prestige. This is a very effective and subtle appeal to pride. Here's another lead. This one is the Personal Improvement Corporation letter written by copywriter Bob Matteo. It appears in the classic compilation the Greatest Direct Mail Sales Letters of All Time by Richard S. Hodgson. Dear lover of life, I myself am a middle-aged. I really enjoy life. But when I heard that Dr. Pirochovic could help me live past 100, my first reaction was, who wants to? I was thinking of some old people I've seen, senile, incontinent, so weak they can hardly walk. If that's what old age is, I don't want it. But I soon discovered that isn't the kind of old age Dr. Herod Chobek has in mind. His wish for all of us is live your life fully to the last day of your allotted time. And he shows us how to make that allotted time at last, 25 years longer than you might ordinarily expect. How? By eliminating or re reducing disease-inducing life shortening errors before they do you irreversible harm. He does not want you to buy injections or treatments. He does not want you to buy vitamins or medications. He does not want you to buy fancy exercise equipment. He only wants you to buy the idea of avoiding errors and it costs you nothing except discipline. That's quite a promise, isn't it? Increasing your lifespan by up to 25 years without drugs, vitamins, or special equipment. Talk about benefit. But there's an even bigger promise implied in this lead, isn't there? It's the power of completely controlling your own health. Instead of trying to sell a book, this writer makes, made a big, powerful promise. Yes, the product is a book that's going to tell you how to live a full, healthy life. But nobody except a bibliophile wants a book. A book is ordinary, conventional. It takes up space, gets in the way, has to be put away, but first it has to be read and that's work. But the promise is not a book, not the book, it's powerful. Powerful secrets the prospect can use to eliminate disease, heal himself and turn back the hands of time. Samuel Johnson said, promise, large promise is the soul of an advertisement. That's exciting and that's what he's going to buy. 
To sell anything, you have to see beyond the actual product or service and get to the big promise you can make to your prospect. And you have to make sure that promise connects with his core beliefs, feelings, and desires in all their complexities. They have to decide where their promise should be in your copy. Mark Morgan Ford. Most direct marketing copy I see has at least several paragraphs at the beginning of each sales letter that sound good but do little selling. As a general rule, you'll probably find that you lead on the second or third page. To find the true lead of any package, cross out everything in the beginning until you get to a single sentence that makes a strong promise. In case nine cases out of 10, this is where the sales letter should begin. Ask yourself, where is the big promise? And then when you find it, see if the letter wouldn't work better if that, if that were pushed ahead. Before you try your hand at it, there are a couple of tips to review. Okay. In the letters that you've, I've told you about so far, you've seen big promises made, promises to solve problems and satisfy desires. So you want to make a promise that gives a big benefit and will satisfy your desire or solve a problem. And from the American Heritage Letter, the promise of having knowledge most people don't have. From the Personal Improvement Corporation Letter, the promise of personally controlling your health. Remember, you need to make a big, meaningful promise to your prospect. You've got to make them believe that the product or service you're selling can make them, for example, powerful, sexy, admired, or sought after, and so on. And there's another secret that you should know, but you'll have to turn into the next episode to find out. So for now, you've got to remember that your big promise is the benefit the big benefit that you're trying to present to your reader in the lead, okay? So it's a benefit and it's not a feature. So the big promise is the overriding benefit. Okay, well, that's all for now. If you want to, to know more about how I can help you with your copywriting or writing your leads for you, you can contact me, Sheila Kester, at KesterKeywords at gmail.com. That's K-O-E-S-T-E-R-K-E-Y-W-O-R-D-S at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you have a good afternoon. And remember to stay tuned for the next episode.